Welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast. Straight-talking ideas to grow your business. Well, hello and welcome to the Simplified Marketing Podcast, the show that aims to help you grow your business. As always, my name's John Lawley and I'm your web wizard. I'm Georgia and I'm your design and brand guardian. I'm Andrew Black and I help tradespeople get off the tools. Thank you very much for joining us today. And don't forget, if you like the show, then please do leave us a review on iTunes. Um, or you can find out more about the show at marketingsimplified.co.uk. Now, today we have a very special guest, someone who's felt like we've probably had on every single show so far anyway, because we speak so much about him. It's Kieran from RK Carpentry, the man who is excellent with his hands. So Kieran, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. Nice to be on. It's a pleasure to have you, of course, and actually be able to speak about yourself rather than us just telling people about you. So... <laughs> We thought we'd have you on to talk about your business because obviously we know that there's there's been a lot of shakeup during um, pandemic and lockdown, and there's some quite interesting parts to your business that we thought we'd find out a bit more about. So, could you start by telling us a bit more about who you are, what, and how many years in business, and what you actually do? So, uh, who am I? Well, I'm Kieran. My business partner is Richards. We met on my first job after my apprenticeship, and he was the only young guy there so they put us together just doing tidying up and stuff like that that was 12 years ago maybe so then we just worked together then they got rid of the older guys started to make us more responsible doing stuff so we started working very closely together from there we started doing private jobs the private jobs kind of started saturdays turn into saturday sundays then it was saturday sundays monday evenings as the jobs got bigger and then it was um pushed into going out on our own after the bloke was working for one Christmas, just turned around and said, oh, I've got, um, I haven't got no work when you come back. So we were like, okay, what do we do now? And it was like, well, just uh, try and find work. And then went on Rated People, got our first job. And that was the only job we ever done on there, put that up on Facebook and slowly just started getting more and more jobs, basic carpentry then. Um, and yeah, since then we've just kind of grown into doing units and it's where we are now is workshop two guys working for us and uh yeah building kitchens wardrobes tv units very cool well it's the first time i'm meeting you kieran obviously the chaps have the pleasure of knowing you from uh, all the networking and stuff that you do um which i know for trades is is awesome i'd love to know like if i could hand you over right now your ideal job and your ideal client like a champagne referral so to speak like what would that be if it was a client it'd be the interior designers, because we work with a wide range of boards, different finishes, which I know interior designers like to have a wide option. So it'd be kind of like a high end interior designer to get us in on like multiple uh, stuff in the house. There would be wardrobes in each room and TV units, dressing rooms. It's kind of not just one wardrobe, but like a like a mixture of them, which is kind of a lot of what we're doing now. It used to be just we'd do one unit onto the next job, and now we're kind of stuck in doing three or four units, a TV unit, and some jobs with building kitchens as well. So that's kind of the ideal referral for us is the big full house fits as always yeah interior designers and architects are the ones which usually holds hold them kind of jobs so what is it that you do when uh, when you're trying to appeal to these interior designers and architects like how are you sort of getting in with them a lot at the moment do you find in your your networking group helpful or are there other things that you do and i there's mandy and her friend why she gives us a lot of work we've worked with her for about seven years and then yes yeah, some people recommend me to ones they work to but a lot of 
a lot of interior designers will contact us through our Instagram page where they'll see stuff that we've done and then they're just kind of like, oh, where are you based? Where will you work? And or if they see if I see they like one of our pictures, I'll just follow them and just message them. Be like, hi, have you got any projects you'd like us to to price for you? Just kind of they've obviously liked what we've done, so why not just just message them? Get the conversation starting, right? <laughs> if they like what you do, yeah, I might as well see you can do business together. So Obviously, you've got an amazing website. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you've literally, you've taught yourself how to use Instagram then as a tool to get more inquiries and more business. So how did you start out with that? Uh, well, we started off just putting any, on, any odd picture up and it was like, you'd get three likes to be like, oh, that's all right. And then um, we just kind of looked at other people's and it was like, if you just put nice stuff up, or we'd notice we'd put wardrobes up, we'd get more likes than us hanging doors or doing skirting or fitting a kitchen that's from Howden's. If we'd done like a bespoke thing, it'd be like, you're getting 50, 60 likes. You're like, okay. So then we kind of like, well, let's concentrate on that side of stuff because that's what we want to do. So let's just advertise what we want to do. And then from there, we started just putting before pictures, then we put an after picture. It was like, oh, the after picture's getting more likes than the before, so let's just put them together. It's just, yeah, just kind of keep doing stuff and seeing where it's going better in places and then like looking at other people's that have got the 10,000 followers and stuff like that. So just copying other people, really. But you managed to build up quite an audience because you're on, what, four or 5,000 followers now, and that's actually creating a number of inquiries. Just under four, it's really annoying. <laughs> Don't worry. After this episode, I'm sure we'll get to 5,000. But how... we've, got, we've got two guys opposite us who are both uh, JTech and Derek Barrett, and they're both, I think they're on 15,000 each, so... We've got catching up with them today. Well, John can edit out their name. So what's your Instagram handle? So then we can try and plug. (laughs) (laughs) RK underscore carpentry. There we go. (laughs) So you started out then with trial and error with that and then managed to build up constant flow then of people coming from your Instagram onto your website. So it's for people out there who also have quite a visual business that could be a starting point for them yeah definitely i'd say we always put stories up just because a lot of our job you don't see what happens it's kind of we do it in the workshop then we come fit and it's done but it's the bits in between where if no one's seeing what you're doing they don't kind of know what they're spending their money on if they're following us on instagram they've inquired and they can see we're building it from start to finish doing everything they kind of understand why it's costing what it is they're kind of along the journey with us kind of thing and that's what i think a lot of people need to that little bit of reassurance that they can see that it's actually being done instead of just oh they could just be buying it in and just coming and throwing it in my house they don't know what we're doing so it's kind of like a little bit of an insight into what's going on it's helping build up that trust i guess isn't it because like one of the trade's biggest challenges is the whole cowboy tradesman stereotype and people want to hear voices, see your faces. And by you going live on your stories every day, um, people are getting to see that behind the scenes and getting to trust you a lot more than your competitors, right? Because you're kind of, you're letting them in. Yeah, definitely. So they're, they're standing there watching us do it, but they're not. So just the way of bringing everyone in, they can kind of, they know what you're doing. They can see, oh, look, yeah, they do this, they do that. So obviously of stuff like Instagram, you've got to have your engagement quite high to be noticed and I'm, I'm presuming that you stayed pretty visible during um lockdown and and since march obviously everything that's been going on uh, you've been keeping a social presence to remain at the forefront of people's minds even if you've not been on site necessarily we was just going we was going back through old pictures and just posting them up because obviously people don't remember what i was doing this time last year so it was just because it was funny i had people saying oh you've been working so people 
kept seeing us, knowing that we was about, because obviously if someone called and had a job to do, we'd have done it. Apart from the marketing side, Kieran, how was your business affected during the whole COVID-19, during the whole lockdown situation? There was a few jobs which were cancelled, like the commercial sides, like fit-outs in an office and a restaurant we was doing. Obviously, we had to. We had a few installs which we were supposed to do, but thought it was the right thing to do is not to turn up to someone's house and fit their wardrobes. It was just put everything back. But luckily, we had jobs which were booked in and they were still happy to go ahead. So some bits could still be done in the workshop. So it wasn't it was affected, but we used it as a time as well to kind of decide what we're going to do with the business, how we're going to push forward, sorted bits in the workshop out that we never get time to do. Just use it because you never there's never a right time to do all that kind of stuff. So it was like perfect. Like right, me and Rich will go in, we'll organize the office, organize the workshop, we'll set out new ways of how we're going to start jobs what's the process going to be um and then yeah ended up spending loads of money <laughs> buying stores and changing everything again things that the government set up were you able to benefit from some of those yeah definitely because we'd always kind of talked about buying a panel saw and edge bander which for us was a lot of money do we really need it because we can get it done anyway and then we got the grant for the workshop and I was sending rich pictures of like secondhand saws and edge banders. And he was kind of, he was always like, nah, we don't need it. We can just get it from this place. What we're doing anyway, it's fine. I just kept sending them. Then he was, then the bounce back loan come out and uh, I said to him, look, it's quite a good thing. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can actually use that to buy the secondhand one. And then we sat down, worked out what we spent with our board manufacturer, what we can get the boards for worked out the difference we were like that's that's effectively our money and then it was like yeah let's just do it and then rich decided that we didn't buy second hand why are we going to buy second hand we could just buy new ones so it was like well now's the best time to do it it's a loan which low repayments and this money that we are just giving away to someone else to the middleman effectively it's like that's that's our money that's we should be doing the work buying the tools we need to earn that money so they're just giving it away for someone else to do the job for us I think that makes a serious statement. I mean, do the other guys that you work with in your team, do they kind of see how well, on the face of it, you guys have come out of this situation? They did. They kind of didn't understand. They, they were kind of like, we spent all that money on these. And we were like, yeah, but we're losing 30% on getting someone else to do it. And effectively, we don't have to... We can find less work, but still be as busy and make more money. Because obviously, before we was ordering stuff in, it was five days to come. Then we'd build it and drop it off whereas now it's into us we cut it we edge it we build it if they do a mistake luckily we've probably got off cut so we can run that new board through and we're not waiting another five days for one piece to come in so then they were kind of like yeah no it does make a lot of sense and now they're like can't believe we didn't have this stuff before it was just always it's a little bit more work for us but it's work it's work that's worth doing for the money we can make so with your new tools and the fact that you just were sort of coming out of um lockdowns and COVID-19 did you are you finding that you're having to change some of your business or you have made changes in terms of the kind of work you're going after and the kind of clients or is that still very much the same as before March um, just because a lot of trades I'm talking to there's certain services in their business they're starting to do a lot more of now that they never did before and they're putting that out there I don't know if with you, you have you changed that slightly or is it still the, the same kind of work that you're trying to get? still we're still trying to get the same 
kind of work. We kind of decided that if we get them phone calls for hanging doors and doing stuff like that, it's not really worth us doing. The kind of the profit margin on them is quite tight. It's hassles. We've still got to pick up the rubbish, do all them kind of bits that is just eating away at your money. So we've got friends that are carpenters that are doing that. So we're like, right, we'll just pass the people to them. We know them, we trust them. They'll do a good job. So it's kind of, we're going to focus on doing the fitted furniture side of things. And that is pretty much all we're going to be doing. Um, we're set up for that now. It's not, there's no point going and skirting a room when you've got a panel saw and edge panel sitting in your workshop not earning money that you're paying for. So this year, we, we just said we're going to focus solely on doing them. So having that bit of time just to kind of really assess the business, work on the business, slow down, and of course, having the opportunity to get these loans, it's, it's changed and impacted your business massively. Yeah, definitely. We we always kind of wanted that time to sit and do stuff. But I mean, you know what it's like. You, you set out to do it on a Friday and then your job on Wednesday overruns a little bit into Thursday. And Thursday, you fall behind. And Friday, it's like, all right, we'll do it. Four o'clock. Four o'clock comes, you're packing the van up. And it's like, well, we'll do it next week. Then obviously next week comes. Um, That's a long day for you guys, isn't it? Four o'clock. <laughs> well, I was six till six last week. Wow. But no, it's just um, you, you never get even if you try and make that time, you never you can't always guarantee to get it. But it was it was important that we did that, and I'm glad we did. I think we will always kind of reevaluate where we are every couple of months because it was it was worth it. Definitely. I mean, I think the thing that you said the most there was the fact that you're kind of not as busy and still making the same sort of margins if not more profit is kind of really what it's all about yeah definitely it's kind of it's like we said to each other if if you always it's like we said if you always just did mdf units you're only ever gonna make the money for doing mdf units so if we always just use someone to supply us with the boards we're only ever going to make the money that we're making now you're never going to unless they want to drop their rates loads for you, which we did get good discount, but they're not going to, your margins aren't going to change. So you've got to try and find a way to change them. So that was the only way for us, how we could kind of go to the next step and earn more money and make our business better is to do the big investment. So effectively everything's in-house now. It's all down to us. Working together over the last 12 years then, has that, has this been the, the sort of most significant change that you guys have been through since you started? Yeah, I mean... The first one was obviously getting the first workshop. Then it was going to the larger workshop, which has all happened in just, well, 13 months now, I think it is. That was obviously because we never had a big like rent overhead, whereas it wasn't big, but for us, it was kind of the first overhead we had. And then now it's obviously, we've got used to that, seeing, yeah, it's worth it. It doesn't lose us money, it earns us money. And then it was like, right, let's do the next next step i was just gonna say like with obviously now this new um this new equipment that you've got and and the opportunities that it's going to bring you what is the next step for you guys are you hoping to expand the team are you looking to get other workshops like have you got a sort of a, a year five-year plan now that you've had these new opportunities come by well it's a weird one because obviously we've just hit what our last target was which was to get the machinery i think um we want to try and get more of the kitchens like the bespoke kitchens then from there we want to just kind of keep getting them we want to we want to be known as a kitchen supplier so it's kind of once we've got a few we want to try and get an online brochure and an actual brochure to hand out to people 
it's kind of just getting to the step where people will be like, you want a kitchen? Oh, you should call these guys. Not where it's at the minute, it's like designers and builders are saying, oh, we've got someone you can use. So it's kind of just being more recognized and more noticed as a kitchen supplier. Well, thank you very much, Kieran. Thank you very much for watching. If you want to find out more about Kieran and RK Carpentry, then you can visit madebyrk.co.uk or get along and help out getting to the total of 15,000 followers on Instagram um, by following at RK underscore Carpentry. Thank you very much for being on the show, um, Kieran, and thank you very much to our experts. If you want to find out more about the show, um, please visit marketingsimplified.co.uk and look out for the next episode. We'll see you very soon. That's all for this time, but don't worry, we'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned for new episodes at marketingsimplified.co.uk.